Hello and welcome to my channel, Alina's Alchemy. This is Alina. I'm a certified energy healer, I'm a meditation coach, and I am going to talk with you today about haunted places and things you can do if your place is occupied by entities. Now stay with me. I know this might sound weird to some, but the truth is everything is energy. And sometimes energy sticks around in places. And if you consider how much history this planet we live on has, basically on every corner something has happened that has left behind enough energy to make it into something bigger than just an event. So often we have people who talk about feeling spooked in a place or even people who have seen things at places and there's people who move to new places and say something is off and others who have stories about objects disappearing, doors slamming in front of their eyes or even they have witnessed like physical looking manifestations of energy aka spirits, ghosts, apparitions, however you name it. What is the truth of all of that and what can you do if you think your home is haunted? Now let's dive right in. My intention with this video is to share as much as possible from what I have learned through my personal experience as an energy worker working with clearing properties. So this video is not filled with ripped off information. It is all true personally experienced stuff. So stick around, you're going to learn a lot. So first of all, allow me to say that as a clairvoyant and psychic, I do believe such accounts when I hear them from people, simply because in my work, I deal with energy. So I have often encountered energies, entities from other dimensions, most often of loved ones who have passed on on the other side and want to communicate. But there can be also less benevolent entities out there. Everything that the human mind has ever come up with from ghouls and other folkloric things to playing ghosts and stuff like that, it all exists as thought forms. You go to a place where they have a legend of something specific and you feel the energy around the space. Why? Because the thought form of that thing is strong because of the power the belief of the people has given to it. Also, uh, the type of energy people grant a thought form is what makes us feel good or uneasy. It is the, the reason we feel uh, uplifted when visiting a place where, let's say, a saint died or was buried. This is a place of death, you could say. So why do we feel uplifted and we go and do pilgrimage uh, to that place to feel uplifted and to pray? Because of the character, the common consciousness of the people have, has granted to this place. Because it is associated, let's say, with a saint. And the saint is someone who is perceived to be benevolent. So the energy around that place is a benevolent energy that lifts you up. Um, even though it is a place where someone basically died or was sacrificed or was buried, right? But still, it has this sanctity about it. When you visit a similar place, uh, but where the consciousness of people has given the place, you know, has given more focus to the negative thing that happened, like a murder. The people focus, you know, on the malevolent nature of what happened there. You feel very uneasy in that place. So I'm saying all this to help you understand that everything that the human brain has conceived and given enough energy to, positive or negative, it exists. Whether you bump on something like that or not, that has to do with your vibration. Let me explain. 
Now I talked about entities of, um, you know, or, or like spirits or loved ones communicating from the other side at the beginning of this video. And when I talk about the other side, I want to explain that there is not one other side. There are many parallel realities, parallel timelines, and they are vibrational, which means that you can rendezvous with them if you vibrate at the same frequency with them. Now, the world we live in, uh, in the material world, where we translate vibration through our physical senses of seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, tasting, this is the third dimensional, energetically dense material world. And simply, when someone passes, they simply transition into the non-physical. So you don't see their bodies here in the third dimension anymore, but they are just right here still. Just because they are moving in a different frequency, they are basically turning into a subtle energy. So to hear them and see them, you need to tune into them. That's why they are called the subtle energies, because they are not as dense as the energy here on the third dimensional timeline, where energies vibrate so hard they are translated as matter, as a table, a person, a chair, something you can see, hear, taste touch, feel, smell. So some people freak out when they hear about psychics communicating with the other side, but all we are actually doing is we're clearing our mind to be able to tune into a usually higher vibration, if you're working with angels especially, uh, because you know, the higher vibrations, you know, cause here everything's so pretty dense, right? So to connect with the other side, you have to tune into the higher vibrations and uh, to connect with those past, into the non-physical so they you know they are real as real as you are but let's talk now about hauntings and stuff of that nature how can they be created more specifically so we understand how to deal with them and let me say that we can create everything with the power of our focused intent sometimes we do not even realize we are doing that for example something you keep thinking about and you keep on fueling it for years, it can turn from a simple thought to an obsession and to a negative thought form. A thought form with enough consistent focus can take on life of its own and attract entity attachments on a person or place. So I'm saying this to make you aware of our incredible power as creators. Hauntings exist, but it does not mean we are victims in those occasions, right? Like Hollywood movies insist on showing us. No, if anything, many times we ourselves may have created something like that, like a haunting, um, with where we unwittingly placed our focus. So be mindful where your focus goes. If your house is haunted or you know someone dealing with that, first realize that you are the authority. Discarnate beings, beings that have not been incarnated in a body, do not have authority over us incarnated beings. Our will is law. So consciously ordering something out of your space or your personal energy field, this is where your power lies. We will talk more about that in a while, but let me explain. Um, let me expand your consciousness on this topic a little bit. Um, in Germany, where I live, I have seen many times energy in houses, uh, many times in places I was renting. And I have to say that what many people consider a haunted place, most of the times that it's, it's simply a place where energy has stagnated and lingered and accumulated itself and has become so intense, it makes you feel uneasy. In it. This is not yet a haunting, but if the people in that place, because they sense this 
gathered up energy and they don't know how to translate it or understand it if because of that they start fueling and projecting their uh, fear into that imagining things and exploring scenarios with their mind um, then this energy further accumulates and could turn into a haunting by attracting negative thought forms or entities that vibrate in the frequency that has been created. So this is one way a haunting can be created, but it's not the only way. There are times when energy has been purposefully called into places and purposefully has been um, focused and cultivated and given specific energetic statements to carry. Usually this is a result of some spiritual and metaphysical practices that I prefer to keep myself very separated from. <laughs> but I think we all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about witchcraft of the lowest nature, rituals that involve calling in demonic entities and like sacrifices or abuse, rituals that consecrate or place a curse upon a place and so on and in such cases the energy that has been called in and has remained in the place because of it having been called in with so much intensity with such specific focus it can be felt very intensely and can even have actual physical effects on people it is such cases of hauntings where you have people experiencing stuff like um, getting beaten or having bruises or doors slamming and objects getting lost. This is usually the case of energy that has been called in with such intensity and given a specific purpose or energy that has simply gotten stuck there for so long, it has accumulated itself for so long, it has gotten able to interact with the physical realm. Things that can also interfere with the energy of a place include uh, curses, hexes, and stuff like that. Like very often in my work where I do property clearings, you have a home that may have been built on ground that used to be sacred centuries ago, maybe a cemetery, but you know, whatever. But anyways, a place that had been consecrated for a specific sacred use and not for homes to be built upon it. And in such cases, you may encounter uh, guardian spirits that are guarding the land and they are just basically doing their job. You know, they are fierce in protecting and preserving the place so uh this can translate in you trying to build there but having all sorts of problems from legal disputes over the area to difficulty getting building permits and whatnot and in such cases you want to have someone clear the place with respect for those guardians with respect for what came before and to free up the space energetically so that new energies can prosper there such as the energy of building a home or a business on this land and in other cases, I have seen families being plagued by fights or violence in their homes only to discover in my work that their home is built upon ground that served as battleground at some point in history. Clearing energetically in such cases can allow people to live peacefully without being affected by the violence or death that took place there in the past so you see that many times a place can be haunted not necessarily by an actual ghost or some 
figure that appears and wreaks havoc, but by events, memories, the overall energetic signature a place has established after having stuff happening there again and again. And I tell you, you don't want to build upon land that was designated maybe centuries ago to be the, let's say, the place of a, a battle would take place. And our ancestors did that a lot. They would open up the map and mark an area and say, we fight there. And usually these were places out in the open back in the day. But nowadays it is right right where our cities are expanding themselves and new houses are being built daily. And because our history has had phases full of bloodshed and strife, there are even battles and like smaller scale events that were happening on the daily that are not even in our history books. So we don't even know about these events. An ambush here, a hot episode there. Wars do not only take place during the big events. You have setups and attacks and resistance constantly and uh, on a smaller scale events, you know, especially when armies would move from place to place and they would pillage and whatnot. And let me say the most cases of hauntings where people say they have seen a person walk through their home and stuff like that. This is 90% of cases uh, of uh, stuck energy that has no ability to interact with the physical dimension. It is just like a tape that keeps on replaying itself. Like in, if, if, if grandma sat by the window reading a book every single day at the same exact time, you're likely to see an apparition of that scene playing out even after grandma has passed. So it is truly like a tape. It's just like, you know, stuck energy. It's not an actual spirit. This kind of thing can be cleared extremely easily by someone with experience on that or even by yourself if you are clear with yourself about going into this uh, without fear. When doing clearing work, you want to be doing this from a higher vibration. You can't bring fear into this. Now, such uh, cases like such as the ones I mentioned about energy bound to a place purposefully by practitioners of certain types of metaphysical practices. Um, I've only come across something like that, like let's say once in my life. And that was while I was headed to do a property clearing. I'm a certified energy healer and I was trained also on property clearings. So we were in a very old bunker in Germany. The building was from the second world war. And there was something in there that um, at the time I just refused to deal with. <laughs> Why I'm saying that? Because there is this trend of people going for ghost hunting and stuff like that. But you wanna be very responsible with that. Know your limits. Some things must remain where they are. Some things are not a game and should not be looked for uh, just by anyone for fun. There are places in this world where very intense ancient energies are present and you, you need to be honest with yourself on whether you are ready spiritually to take on such a project. And simply because, you know, there are things that, as, yeah, as I said, they're very, very old and things you shouldn't play Ghostbusters with. So just for the story, in that bunker from the Second World War, I'm sure people had been tortured and killed in terrible ways in there. And there was a hint in what I was shown clairvoyantly about human experimentation in that place. And so much darkness, when it lingers for decades and it accumulates, I didn't want to be the one to clear this up. Um, I, I didn't feel like at that point that I was ready for that. I was uh, at the very beginning of my path with that. 
Later, we found information that this place had been used in the past for various metaphysical rituals as well. So you see, there was obviously something that happened there during the Second World War that um, basically started uh, the accumulation of heavy energy. And then, you know, there were metaphysical rituals also done on top uh, rituals that purposefully harnessed and amplified and added to that energy. So I'm telling you, I was out of there in five minutes and I'm so grateful I'm protected by, by my Archangel Michael and, and not only, but there was a reason I found myself there in the first place. And here's the next thing I want to say about hauntings. Um, when people find themselves in haunted places and they ask for energy clearing, the first thing I do before I go into my, you know, my work, do my work and connect with the energy of the place and see what the energy is. And I ask the people themselves to describe what they feel. And what they feel is usually the same thing I end up retrieving as information regarding the energetic statement of the energy that is making them feel uneasy. But... This little interview has a purpose that I do. Usually this energy is something that the people already had going on for themselves vibrationally before they even came to stay at that place. And that's how the universe matched them up with this place in the first place. And we attract what we carry energetically. And most people who felt intimidated or scared in their haunted homes, they were people who had that going on also in other aspects of their lives. Maybe they felt intimidated at work or lived with a lot of fear in their lives. They were abused and so on. So the vibrations were clicking, were matching because I can tell you, we can both go in the same haunted place. And if you vibrate where the stuck energy vibrates at, but I vibrate higher, let's say, you're going to be the first one to feel off. In this place i might see something because i'm clairvoyant but it will not necessarily affect my energy right away it's different i can see it especially in my third eye so not with my physical eyes because it is subtle energy so i will receive it as a visual um, but it is different i can see it or hear it or or feel it or know information about it a name um what happened but it will not affect my energy, at least not right away. If I stay there, eventually the place will catch up with me, of course. And if, especially if I haven't placed psychic protection around me, the place is probably gonna catch up with me right away. So if you believe your home is haunted, First of all, I want you to not romanticize it. There is this tendency from people to romanticize having a ghost in the house and stuff like that. But if you sense something like that, you want to have it cleared or get out of there. Because our homes are extensions of us. The way we interact energetically with the space that surrounds us, you know, like it should not be that we allow that space around us to be compromised. Because first, it is going to be the space that is compromised. And then it is going to be our own psychic space, our aura. And it is so often that you see people with energy attachments with entity attachments. Um, when I first started my journey as an energy healer, studying with my mentor, 
I cleaned up energies from myself, first and first of all, from my aura, things that had latched themselves simply because of the places I was moving in and the people I kept company with and how I was allowing stuff like intimidation and disempowerment and sadness to take place in my life in other areas, let's say in my career. And so that was a touching mechanism for these entities. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, we are the authority over our lives and we are responsible, we're not victims. I removed the entities from my energy field, but I also changed my attitude. No more disempowerment in my life. So now there was no opportunity for an entity to come and attach itself on me and cause me further disempowerment. And it is basically law of attraction if you think about it, okay? Our energy is to be protected. Energy hygiene. You can't be living in a place you feel something is off and think that's cool. I went to a place back in 2015 in Saarland, also in Germany, and I felt the presence immediately. It caused me to have like this extreme headache. And the friends I was visiting with, they said at some point, oh, we have a ghost. We, we saw her uh, walk through the corridor and they were overjoyed and amused and had no intention whatsoever to do something about it. They found it cool to live with a ghost no get out get out of there or clean it up or call someone to have it cleaned up if you don't want to do it yourself but most importantly change your vibration i cannot stress this enough even if you have the place clear cleared up or even if you move somewhere else if you carry these low energy within yourself you're just likely to go to another place which is occupied by lower energies that match what you carry your lack of self-esteem, for example, your codependency, your lack of trust in life, your anger, insecurity, disempowerment. Um, you you want to change your vibration. This is so crucial. It's not just about the place. It's not just about the house. It's about you. So on part two of our topic on hauntings, I'm going to talk specifically about how to clear your haunted house, how to shift your vibration so that you are not matched with haunted places again in the future. And I will share some more personal stories too, some real life examples so you understand how the whole thing works with property clearing and so on. And part two, you will find in our next episode, I'm putting the link in the description of this video on YouTube in case you have difficulty finding it. And I'm cutting this topic into two episodes on, on the podcast and, you know, on videos on the YouTube channel because I do not want it to become this huge episode that is um, hard to focus on. This is an important topic that is interesting a lot of people and I want you to get all the info in a way that you have the mental space to understand it and actually find it useful. So I will see you on episode two. Until then, goodbye for now. <laughs>